T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So it's funny. We're going to play Kevin Stefanski sound in a minute that is going to make you not feel good about the, the Denzel Ward news today because he was injured in practice, and then he was called limited in practice after said injury. And Kevin doesn't make you feel good about it. There is a report out there that might make you feel better about it, but here's Kevin Stefanski, do-do-do-do-do, around. Yeah, just something with his knee. Uh, he was limited. Uh, I don't really have an update past that. Practice today? Yes. Did Denzel have to leave practice today? He was limited. So he finished the practice, but he was limited. He was limited. So maybe the Browns are using their past, um, what's the right word, incompetency with messaging on injuries to their credit here. <laughs> but the second you hear Kevin Stefanski just fall back to, uh, he's, he's limited. He's limited, yeah. As like the, as like the, the bottom line, this is the only thing you're going to get out of me. I can be, I, you, your mind can start to wander and get a little panicky Pete here. Yeah, like I'd, I'd love some details as to like what does that mean? Does, does that mean that he went through like individual drills? Was he able to do anything? Because like if you if you step on the field at all and do any sort of activities, that's that's limited, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he could have done no team drills. He could have done you know basically little stuff on the side. Like that's limited. The only way that the tight lipped. Uh, there's no real way that it, it actually helps you, but the only way it really helps you is if uh, if Denzel actually wasn't able to go this weekend. That's really the only way. If they, they want to kind of withhold that. Now, there is a report out there, and uh, I just put it on all of our DMs, and so I have to pull it up here, uh, That uh, and this is Ian Rappaport saying he is told that Denzel is okay. And here's this is the crazy thing about the Browns. I still don't know I trust it. Like, um. This is the same organization that was telling people on Saturday, Deshaun's going to play, he's tough, he's gritty. And then Sunday he went out there, and at 10.30, all of a sudden it was DTR time. Yeah, and the scary thing about it, too, is you know even if he's limited in in practice and he's, they say he's going to go in the game, you never, you never really know until game day, like yeah. how, you know, what percentage you're at, you know. And they've got some really talented wide receivers, and all it takes is one play. Yeah. You well, know, like in, in – if I'm the Texans, you bet your ass I'm going to Denzel immediately in this game. Well, and it all it takes is it, when it's a knee, man. Like I, I know depending on what it could be in the knee, there there are different injuries that cannot that are very unlikely to lead to greater injuries. There's also injuries that if you sprain an MCL or if you like, you can turn this into a bigger injury. So, you know, I I for specific to this matchup. I think Denzel's the guy that scares me most. 
I'm not saying that you know you could afford to have Miles banged up in this game or you could afford to have uh, Joe Flacco miss this game, but I think given this matchup, I don't know there's a player that gets injured that impacts the way I think of this game more, and that's because of the relationship between C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins. And I know that you know M.J. Emerson is clearly one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. And I know that, that Greg Newsom is, again, clearly one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. But when it comes to Denzel, I, there's just something about being able to throw your shutdown corner at their best piece, mm-hmm. and you you pair that with your pass rush, and you should be able to slow down C.J. Stroud. If Denzel doesn't go for whatever reason, if he's not okay, if this is a smokescreen, that's where all of a sudden now – now you're starting to play with slimmer margins. I, I don't think Mike Ford's going to play. That means Khalif Halasi would have to be on the field a little bit more. Yep. And that's that's where this game, and not necessarily in doubt, but where I would start to be a little panicky there. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, th- this is a very significant injury. I mean, in terms of how much he means to this defense going into this game because of, of how it's, it's not a running football team. I mean, CJ's going to throw the ball 40-plus times this game. Yep. And these corners are going to have to be on their P's and Q's. And, and you know, we need Denzel to be somewhere near 85 to 90%. Um, Is this Denzel injury the most concerning injury you could have for this matchup specifically? I, I've said I think it is. Yeah, it, Just because of Nico Collins, because of the passing impact of this, where do you land on it? Is, it, is this the one that, that maybe would shake you the most, even between like Miles, even between – your interior offensive linemen who've been a huge part of uh, Joe's success, even Joe Flacco. Yeah, I mean, I would say, bet- well, it'd be between Miles and, and Denzel. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Flacco would be a pretty significant one as well. But uh, no, I mean, this is this is a, a big deal. And, and to hear about this, you know, just a couple of days before the game, I think it's very, very concerning. Where are you guys on this with this uh, Denzel Ward injury there? Um, I also think, again, it, this is an injury that should make the Texans uh, maybe take the uh, – listen, let's just be honest with you. I don't think Browns fans are – I don't think Browns fans across the masses are taking the Texans very seriously. I think they're taking C.J. Stroud very seriously. But, like, because it's not the Bills, because it's not the 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 Steelers or the Ravens or the Chiefs, I think most of us just want to get past this game so we can mm-hmm. start focusing on a, a a meatier subject, as it were. And I think this is the kind of game where if you are, like if you're on cruise control, if you think this game is locked up, this is the kind of injury that should give you maybe pause and start to wonder what – Not again, it's not – they're two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road with a defense that has not consistently traveled well – this is the kind of thing that maybe make you take the Texans a little more seriously. I'm I, listen. I take the Texans as serious as anybody. You know the fact this is the tightest spread of any game this weekend mm-hmm. for a reason because it's it's kind of a coin flip type of game. We don't know what to expect. You're going in, in there with with a quarterback who's only played for about six weeks, and you know CJ didn't play in that first game. I feel like Browns fans are looking at this game like it's an easy dub and like almost looking looking past the Texans mm-hmm. partly because we beat their ass, you know, a few weeks ago, but that was not with with their, you know, MVP t- t- uh, type of quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's funny cuz I think I do think in theory Browns fans know that CJ Stroud is a special kid. 
Like I, I think there's been enough talk about this. Even if you haven't seen CJ play, I think you know that that this kid can can really make a difference in games. Yeah, I still think there's a confidence about going against him that I think I agree with in theory, but that does make me like when we start to talk about the nerves of this game. Um, you know, Will Anderson, Grenard, like those are guys that I I, ser- I sincerely respect. And I think they add complications to the game. I am, I think you're built to beat franchise quarterbacks, by the way. I, I, I will say that. Like, if you can slow down C.J. Stroud, and the, the context will be different because other teams have other weapons and other teams might have a running game. But if you can shut down one franchise quarterback or slow them down, mm-hmm. you can pretty much do that for just about anybody. So, like, if you can slow down Pat Mahomes, you can slow down Josh Allen. If you can slow down Josh Allen, you can slow down Joe Burrow. Because what you need is you need an elite pass rush and you need high-level corner play or elite corner play. You have those two things. I still think you have them without Denzel. You just have one less guy to kind of throw out there, and I think that's where the concern is. It's less – It's you just want to go into this game with a full deck, and I think there's also the implications beyond this game. Well, listen, it's, it's also good to get Delpit back. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I, I was thinking about this. Um, Delpit on a pitch count, and it makes you feel better because you've got Hickman, you've got Harmon, you've got Bell who've, who've played well in his absence. Kind of feel like the Denzel thing is also significant. Like, even if he doesn't go, you have to wonder if they're going to have him on a pitch count just to make sure you're kind of throwing him out there. Yeah. But no, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I I, I don't know what to expect out of him. Because it's been what? How many weeks was he on the IR? Uh, Delpit was at least four. I think it was yeah, four or five weeks. Four or five weeks, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I'm so nervous about this game. I uh, today was the first day I got it. Today was the first day that the nerves. I started thinking about it. I, I just really respect CJ. I and I getting back to the, kind of the bigger picture thing. I do think people are just well, he's a rookie. Okay. Like, there are guys who buck the trends all the time in the NFL, and today's the first day that I really thought about it. I'm like, I'm still confident in the Browns. But where, you know, the realization of win or go home um, really hit home today. Just thinking about this game, trying to visualize. Yeah, I still want the season to end. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, like, listen, selfishly in radio, we want it to keep going because – the longer this goes is the better for you and me and everybody on the station and our sponsors and everything. There's the other part of it is I don't want the party to end. It's been it, it, as exhausting as it has been because of the injury drama and the who's going to play at quarterback and are you good enough? Like and and maybe there's a there's a part of me that I'm if you win that okay, we can accept that we're good enough, you know what I mean? Like I think people outside of Cleveland will accept the Browns are good enough and that this isn't a fluke if you win against the Texans this weekend. But there's also a part of me just because you never know. I'd feel so much better if you'd already beaten CJ, if you'd already beaten the guys that weren't out there the first time, Nico Collins. If you'd already beat them, I'd be like, listen, it's tough to beat a good team twice, but dot, dot, dot. Everything that was true in that game is still true. Yeah. Now. But because you don't have that fabric, because you haven't really seen CJ against this team, that's where the doubt is. It's less about doubting the Browns, and it's more about, okay, it is you-know-what up or shut-up time for the Cleveland Browns. And that could be a lot of fun. It could also end the party prematurely, and that's – and honestly, guys, I think it's – We don't want the lights to come on yet. 
I think this is the last time we're all going to be this relaxed until the season's over for us. I mean, next week, if the Browns win this game and we know we're going on the road to play Baltimore, we're going to be puckered up. The whole week. The whole week. The, there will be no – Ken Carmen will not have to come out and devote uh, a 720 segment on a Monday to where you guys at, where the dog's at, dog check. You won't have to do it. <laughs> and he won't ha- – and Landry Locker won't have to de- uh, dedicate a segment of his show to call out Ken and call that argument a straw man argument. 216-474-0092. Uh, Denzel Ward banged up in practice. Um, he was limited in practice. Now – uh, reports say he was okay. I have no idea whether to believe that or not or whether this is just more um, injury shade, injury protection from the Browns trying to kind of muddy the the, the waters there. But Denzel Ward banged up. Um, is Denzel's injury, is this the one that concerns you or that would concern you most in this game because of C.J. Stroud? The Pulse coming up at 340. We've got Noah Eagle coming up at 4 o'clock as well. He'll be on the call this weekend. For uh, Peacock and NBC Sports, we'll get his thoughts on this game, the Denzel injury. We got Albert Breer. It's a Thursday, so Albert at 520 of the MMQB. Two straight Fox and Breer connections. The the bro code is back. The the, the bromance is back. We're back together. It is. It is. No more ducking. No more hard feelings. We'll ask him about Belichick and where he's going to land. We'll ask about Vrabel and Pete Carroll and the Browns' chances this weekend but as we continue on here, how concerning? Does this injury make you take the Texans more seriously? Uh, two things. One, point of clarification, Grant Delpit was, about an hour ago, was ruled out for this game. Yeah, I missed that. My bad. On Saturday. Um, I didn't. I missed it as well. So, uh, it's on us. Not on Twitter every second. My bad. Yet. Yet. And uh, John Jonathan Grenard, one of the um, amazing edge rushers for Houston, has, uh, has, has said... To the Houston media, just watching the video that he is he's ready to go for this weekend. So that is also significant. Uh, Grenard and and Will Anderson are really really good. We didn't really get to see the full effect. I think it was Grenard that was out in the the first Houston game, and then I think Will Anderson was out a week later. They really haven't had those two guys on the field consistently over the last couple of weeks. So a big boost for Houston to get him back. And we're talking about the Denzel Ward injury. We, we got a, a few calls on this, but yeah, I wanted to circle back to something we talked about. I think people are overlooking this game. But real quick, I, I do you agree on that, by the way, that people are overlooking this game to some degree? Yeah, 100%. I, I think you and I have have a little bit. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, and I honestly, I don't, I, I kind of said, I do think, I, I think the fact you're going against a rookie quarterback matters to people. I, I think people have just kind of explained away that C.J. Uh, Stroud is going to be a scared lamb and he's not going to be good in this game because it's a playoff game, and that could happen. And there is a, a clear statistical benchmark for rookies in their first games in the playoffs. But just because that is mostly true doesn't mean it's true for this game. And you know, the reason why I'm more confident about going against CJ isn't that he's a rookie quarterback. It's that you've got the things you need to stop upper echelon quarterbacks. You've got an elite pass rush and you've got three really strong corners. So the Denzel injury does absolutely make me look at this game and think a little differently. And maybe, I don't want to say panic, but maybe a little bit more concerned. But I'll be honest with what I think is the biggest reason. It isn't the fact that it's the Texans. And, you know, the Texans... 
I think it's interesting. You know, both teams have sort of had this like magical season, right? Mm-hmm. The Texans were not expected to be here. The Browns were. Mm-hmm. But not like this. But not like this. Yeah. Yeah, not with five different quarterbacks, not with all the injuries that they've had to deal with. Like, this is sort of a surprise that we're here um, under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But the Texans were predicted to finish last. Yeah. Well, and let's be fair. They also be, I think I think the surprise element factors in. I also just think they're not they're not a, a consistent playoff team. And they haven't been since Gary Kubiak. Well, okay, Bill O'Brien had some runs. So they they really haven't been since um probably 2019. And that and I I think that really matters. Like I think, you know, the Bills have consistently been in the playoffs and knocking on the door of the AFC title game. If you had had the Bills in this game, I don't think we'd be sleeping on this game as much. If yeah. you would, honestly, even the Dolphins, because they're just a team that people talk a lot about, and because historically they're a significant franchise. Houston is neither a recent history, like a, a, a historically uh, respected franchise, nor are they going back twenty years and well respected. They had a nice run with Kubiak. They had a nice run with Bill O'Brien, but they've never really been a top ten, a top five top eight organization in the NFL. Yeah. Whereas the Bills have history. Whereas the Ravens, there's a personal history where the Steelers have history. Two one six four seven four double oh nine two. So are you can you admit if you're overlooking this game are overlooking the Texans just a little bit here. Let's go with Jeff. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Let's just call the Browns what it is. Got an injury? No problem. Next man up. That's how we've been playing all year. Need a quarterback? No problem. We go get Joe Flacco. You need a safety? No problem. Here come Greg Newsom. We don't have no problem with Denzel. If he's hurt and he can't play, then that's the Texans' problem because the best defensive player in the NFL is going to step it up two notches like he always does, Mr. Miles. That's their problem. That Denzel is not Man, he almost got to a good point there. That was very close. 216-474-0092. Matthew on Twitter. Twitter reactions brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store, uh, saying, with all due respect, I'm not seeing many people overlook this game at all. I'm not. Don't take anything for granted. Um, I mean, I think it kind of goes back to to Ken's take on Monday about the lack of buzz. I, I think people are excited to be in the playoffs. I don't think people... Fear the Texans. And you mentioned the line, which is at this point, the Browns are a two and a half point favorite in this game. I I think we might. I, I don't think people. I, I don't think we respect the Texans the way we do other franchises. One, because you literally just beat them three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And two, because you are the favorite on the road. And whereas I look at this and say, I'm a little afraid. I'm a, I'm a little afraid just because you're a road favorite. I'm a little I'm a little afraid because at points your biggest missteps this year were on the road. Even if you you know blew the doors off Houston four weeks ago, and it's actually less than that. it's like three and a half weeks. But I don't, whatever it is, like I I and some of this is just Brownsian stuff. I like it's it's so weird to be so confident about where this Browns team is, but it's still just a playoff game. Like that's that's actually I think I'm more afraid of just being in the playoffs and the one and done of it than oh here comes that man again here comes C J Stroud 
or here comes D'Amico Ryans and the, the, the Texans. I just don't want to see this Flacco run end. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it, too. Like, I like driving into work and seeing the, the Tim Misney sign. The, uh, oh, I, I forget what the actual verbiage on them, but. Flacco. Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Make them pay. <laughs> Frank, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, boys. Hey, Duffy. Hope you hope you feel better soon, man. Thanks, man. Especially appreciate by it. By the time the game comes up. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Nobody had better be looking past Houston. I think... I, I think it was McAfee, uh, his show, had CJ on. And they said something to him about the fact that you know, everybody thinks you don't have a chance. And CJ looked right at him and said, we don't have a chance? CJ Stroud's been in big games, and he's done well. He's played well. He's hungry. I'm, I don't know. The game, the game scares me a little bit. Uh, hearing uh, Denzel Ward hurt now. Houston's going to be hungry. I hope the hell nobody looks past this team. Frank. Road, road favorites. Um, Frank, would it scare you more if it was Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City? No. Honestly. I think that's a pretty crazy take. Respectfully. I think that's a crazy yeah. take. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, just how everybody is looking toward the next game. Better not look back, look past Houston. They're getting they're, if they're getting everybody back. Well, I think it's almost a different to, team to, to than, than those, what we face. Those look ahead moments. Frank, we got to run, buddy. But Thank like the, call. the team, I don't think the team at all is looking past this game. Yeah, like well, that's a really good distinction because, to make because we don't matter. Yeah, well, I mean, we matter as fans, but I'm saying like we're not out there playing. Well, like the, as long as the team's focused and locked in, which we know they will be, and we know Joe's going to be locked in. He's Mr. January. Mm-hmm. I also, by the way, I don't know w- what McAfee is saying when when he's saying nobody's giving you a chance in this game. It's a two-and-a-half-point game. Yeah. Doesn't matter that the Browns are favorites in that game. Like, plenty of people are giving the Texans a chance. As a matter of fact, um, we've had, I think Mark Ross was like, yeah, I, I think I, I think the Browns are going to win, but I don't know. Like, it's a close I think game. I, I think I know. I think I know it. 
But don't know if I want to say it. Also, what Frank said is the the knock on the Texans is they really haven't played anybody because they had that last place schedule. They had, you know number two team in or sorry the number two pick in last year's draft. Like their big win was this last week on the road against the Colts. Like here are some of their other wins this year. It now in fairness the Broncos win looked good at the time because you were. Um, they were one of the hotter teams, the NFL, but it's the Bengals on the road. And I don't think, I can't remember. Was that, that wasn't the game Joe Burrow got hurt in, was it? Might've been, but like, that's it. Oh, the Steelers like week three, but that's before the Steelers. That was back when Kenny Pickett was, was peak Kenny Pickett booty cheeks. Like they don't really have a win that you can't kind of dismiss versus the Browns who've won like six games. But I, and it's so funny because I don't think Browns fans are cocky. I think I think there is a difference here. Like if you go to fans in Buffalo, the expectation is you will win this week because they're used to winning in the playoffs. I think it's less that they are completely dismissing the Texans as the fact that they are not one of those other teams. I think it's just easier to say, well, we're the better team. Well, they've got a rookie quarterback. Well, they're not a historically significant franchise. You know, well, they're the reason we landed the 4:30 game on Saturday, the least of all the the time slots. I just think it's easier to dismiss this than if it was against one of the current blue bloods of the AFC. I think that's fair, but again, I've watched the Texans play a ton this year, especially when CJ's healthy. They're dangerous. I'm torn on that. Like, I listen, it's the playoffs. Anybody can lose in the playoffs. Even even this Browns team. I mean, team, Tim Tebow beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah. So, like, there is an element of this where there is an unknown because they're rookies. As easy it is to say, well, they're so young, they don't have playoff experience, that's going to that's gonna hurt them. At the same point, there is a – you can also sell me on the idea of there's an ignorance of the moment that you're going to have where you don't realize the, the stakes. I thought that was very much the case for the Guardians in 2020 – was that 2022? 2022 where they were so young they just didn't realize this, how special the run that they were on really was. But, like, I I, I, I think it's as simple as if you stop C.J. Stroud, you're going to win this game. And so let me put it this way. If you slow C.J. Stroud, you're going to win this game. If you stop him, you're going to win comfortably. And I know that's easier said than done. I just think that dude is the I – think, I think they've got an – Average defense with a nice pass rush, but they you can beat them through the air. You can beat them on the ground, although you didn't do that in the Houston game. But I think their defense is average. I think they can be exploited. I think weapons beyond Nico Collins, they're kind of average as well. So, like, the, the offensive line is, is decent, but to me it's C.J. Stroud. You slow him or you... Uh, you, you stop him and you, I mean, hell you stop him and you're going to win by a tut or more. Let's go with bear bear. Welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. What you got? How's it going by guys, man? I, I'm, I'm glad to see everybody out there in a good mood, right? <laughs> yeah. Listen, right. The Texans are no pushover, right? I'm so glad we don't have to go the other way, right. And play somebody that was, uh, you know, a real contender. I, I think that we're going to have a good game. Right, um, and I do like our. Don't you like the culture here? It's a one game at a time culture. Culture since the beginning of this year, I believe. Right, and the one game at a time is what we are. We went in one game playoff. Ain't it a one game playoff? Every time you go in. That's correct. Right. So That's yeah, correct. man. Um, I am worried about uh, 
Baltimore, but we shouldn't, they shouldn't be, because that'll just mess up this game. So I just like our, what we're doing right now. I mean, the team looks good. It's solid. We have such a good team, we can stand five quarterbacks in one game, in one, in one, in one season, and still come out um, 11 and 6. I would have liked to see a little bit more effort over there to make us twelve and five, but you, you know, know you didn't need you know, it, so why do that? Why hurt your people? You landed have- on real, real quick, Bear here, and we appreciate the call, buddy. You landed on. Uh, he said something, and it, it, it triggered a, a thought in my head. I also think the fact that, depending on how things go, I think we're expecting to see Baltimore in round two. I, I think that plays a little bit of factor in it. Because we're already thinking ahead. It's I, I think we're assuming there is going to be a deep run here. And here's I, I think there's a different way to kind of look at this. Because I, I don't want to make it seem like we're doing the thing of you're not um, you're not excited enough. I think people are plenty excited about this game. Yeah. But I don't think we're nervous about this game. And I think a good deal of that has to do with who it's against. And I, and I think, you know, like – we're nervous because it's a playoff game. We're not nervous because it's a playoff game against the Texans. And so I'm just curious, like, if you're not nervous, or sorry, if you are nervous about this game, if you are taking the Texans seriously, what makes you nervous about this game specifically? About the Texans. Not not the one and done because that's generic. That's the playoffs. Not, well, it's a playoff game because, again, that has nothing to do with the Texans. What about the Texans makes you take them seriously. For me, it's one guy. It's it's not as if we think we're above losing in the playoffs, but I just think if if this had been the Bills or even the Steelers because of the 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 rivalry or the Ravens or the Chiefs, I just think we probably would have spent a lot more of this week worrying about this game. And a lot of the responses I've heard are general concerns about being in the playoffs and less about the Houston Texans. My chief concern, the only reason I think you have a chance to lose is C.J. Stroud. I think I think Grenard and Anderson have a chance to to maybe slow down Joe Flacco, but because of you, the big playability, I just think he's going to be able to connect with enough plays down the field against a bad Texan secondary or a thin Texan secondary where you should be able to make enough, you know, big plays to to kind of win the game. But but Stroud, Stroud has the ability to handle pressure and connect with Nico Collins. And so you're either going to need a dominant performance by your pass rush or you're going to need Denzel or MJ Emerson or Greg Newsom to really take Nico Collins out of the equation. CJ Stroud, I I think I think he's a franchise quarterback. I don't I can't recall the last time I definitively said that about a rookie quarterback going into the playoffs. But I think I think it's I think it's done. I think the conversation about CJ, he makes all the throws. He is he's not a running quarterback, but he is mobile and, and certainly mobile enough to make plays on the run. He's got mm-hmm. that ability to keep plays alive and and make big throws. And like I don't know how many because here's the thing we talk about rookie quarterbacks. We talk talk about the ability to to win as a rookie. He's also doing it without a running game, and that is just. With a, with a first-time offensive play caller, first-time head coach, with a team that won, I think it was three or four games last year. I can't even recall the amount of games. I, I just don't know I could be more impressed with a quarterback and the generalities of uh, rookies going to this. He, he should struggle there. Uh, maybe. I don't know you can fall back on that. Let's go with Eric. 
Welcome to the show, Eric. Hey. Hey, how's it going, guys? Very, um, very good, buddy. I, I, I guess I'll um, equate it to this. You know, going into whatever given Super Bowl, uh, let's take the Chiefs, for example. Everybody says, oh, we just got to stop Patrick Mahomes. You, you know, that's so easy to say and so hard to do. And I think that's why the Texans are a threat. You can say, well, we just got to shut down C.J. Stroud. Well, that's been really hard to do this year. Statistically, he's probably top two, top three quarterbacks in the league. Like, that's not as easy to do. And I don't think he's going to have the shakes come big game. Like, uh, somebody referenced that Pat McAfee uh, interview, and he was talking about the pressure of uh, – being in the playoffs and whatever else, and he said, you know, this stadium only has 40,000. When I played in Georgia, it was about 110. I, I just don't think he's going to shake. And shutting down a quality quarterback like Stroud, like Mahomes, like whoever you want to mention here, is much, much harder than just, you know, I, I just I feel like that's a drastic oversimplification. So I, I understand what you're saying. What I would say is how do you slow those guys down? Like what? What are the? What's the recipe to to get Pat Mahomes off his rocker for long enough to have a, a really good chance to win in a playoff game? Traditionally speaking, most good quarterbacks to great quarterbacks don't like pressure up the middle. Yeah, pressure from like the DT. Yeah, so like that's how Brady got beaten both his Super Bowls. Yeah, well, and I, I'm just thinking back to like Mahomes. If you think back to, I. I I think it was this. What, what, what the San Francisco Super Bowl was the his first Super Bowl that he won. But if you look at the first three quarters, uh, the first half of that game to first three quarters of that game, Bosa wasn't coming up the middle, but uh, Bosa and that front were generating consistent pressure, and that allowed San Francisco to have a lot of the momentum in that game early. Now, in fairness to what you're saying, over four quarters, Mahomes overcame that. But, like, right. you know, Joe Burrow, when he's been beat in big games, it's been a lot about pressure. Not just up up the middle, but about pressure. When Josh Allen has been the worst iteration of Josh, it's been about pressure from the front. And usually, the, the reason why I say this, it's usually rushing with four men. And the Browns have right. the ability to rush four men, which I probably should have specified a little earlier. But, Eric, appreciate you, buddy. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Rick, real quick, buddy, what you got for us? Rick! Hey, to me, it's about the weapons that Houston doesn't have now is the only reason I kind of feel confident. That offense, when they still had Tank Dell before he went on IR and a healthy Woods, maybe it's a little more questionable that we can shut down the passing game. But I think, you know, Stroud scares the crap out of me. I think he's, you know, uh, that franchise guy. But I think because they've lost weapons along the way, I don't know that that offense is as dominant as it was in the middle of the season. Rick, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. Can I see something that just popped in? Because I, you know, hearing enough people say, you know, CJ Stroud is the their big reason to be concerned as well. And I agree, by the way, about the Tank Dell injury. Honestly, I think if Tank doesn't get hurt, I think Houston might have ran away with the division. And that that's weird to say because when Tank got hurt. Jacksonville had such a significant lead in the division, but I think I don't think Houston would have ever kind of hit that wonky December that they had if Tank gets hurt. Because remember, Nico Collins missed some time. All that. That being said, if this game came down to a shootout between Joe Flacco and C.J. Stroud, who would you expect to win? 
I would say C.J. Stroud. I actually think I would expect Joe. And maybe I'm thinking back too much to the Chicago game, but I think, you know, some of that, oh, he's cool, calm, and collected. Some of that, uh, you know, he's not really a rookie stuff about C.J., Honestly, what I the reason I'm so confident with Joe. Like I know if Joe goes out in this game and it's a shootout and in the first three quarter has two interceptions, but in the fourth quarter down six points or less, if he's got the ball in his hand, I'm gonna expect to win that game. Which is insane that my thinking on Joe Flacco has gone from I don't think he's better than what you have. I would rather have Cam Newton, which is where I was like six weeks, eh, seven or eight weeks ago. To now saying, if it's a shootout, I think Joe's going to win. Like that, think about how far, I'm not, it's not just about me, but how we've come with Joe Flacco and the confidence we've gained. Maybe a lot of that's the Chicago game, but I think some of that's just the experience. Yeah, the one thing about a shootout with Flacco is that he's going to not have to turn the ball over. CJ doesn't turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. Flacco does. Q, welcome to the show. Oh, man, it's a lot of. It's a lot of belly aching, man, but, you know. Wait, wait, real, real quick, be- Q. I want, I'm going to give ahead. you your chance to get in. Don't worry. I'm not running you off here. I just want to point out that yesterday we were uh, as positive we've been, and we were told that we were we were bumming. Uh, we had one person say we were bumming out and ta- tag uh, Ken and Anthony, who <laughs> have ruined it for everybody else by playing Michael Stanley four times a segment and doing Super Bowl Super Browns four times a segment. And I'm now – Talk about running something in the ground. And now we are – now we're belly aching. Am I wrong? I can't handle this. We're trying to. We're trying to. Are you ignoring me? I, I love listen, it. Okay. I, I'm gonna tell you something, guys. We 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 gonna beat them by at least 14, and I'm gonna tell you <laughs> why. I'm gonna tell okay. you why. See, a lot of people we're coming into it like with the Cleveland Brown mentality because it's always uh, let's wait till next year. Uh, you know, uh, man, tough break. No, that's not happening this year. And the reason why I say that is because. You have to look at Flacco's numbers. How many times has Flacco been sacked since Flacco's been a quarterback? Seven. He's been sacked seven times. I'm, I was and messing with you. It, I, it, I, I lied with that one. I pulled no, that one out. It, it's been more than that, buddy. No. Actually, Flacco hasn't been sacked before he's got rid of the, rid of the ball. The thing is that if everybody's paying attention to Flacco, Flacco is old school. And people talk about the, the interceptions, the turnovers that Flacco had. Check this out. The number one receiver that we have on the team is Amari Cooper. What is Cooper known for? He's known for clean routes. He's an excellent route runner. Joe Flacco is a timing thrower. If you look at those balls when they show, you know, because I got all the, the all 22. When you look at how Flacco throws, he throws to the spot. That's old school. He th- and that's why Amari Cooper is so effective because he runs the route and as soon as he makes the break, the ball is on him. You know, uh, when we look at it as a whole, I just think, man, that we Flacco has is battle tested. He's been there before. He knows what to expect. The crowd doesn't affect him. He's coming in, and and it's going to be guns blazing. I rather I I rather I'm a die on that hill. That that's where I stand with that. I'm a die on that hill. I just think that the Cleveland Browns, everybody's, you know, overlooking what we have as a talent. Everybody's thinking the old way, but we got to think the new way. And the new way has been 300-plus yards. Flacco takes the field. We're dominating teams. Uh, We're getting to the quarterback. 
There's no more Joe Woods. Everybody's, you know, we, we're pressuring the quarterback. Uh, JOK is not leaving the field. He's doing what he wants to do. Uh, you know, he's, he's running uh, through reckless abandon. That's the Cleveland Browns. We, we are revamped guys. We are ready and trust and believe we will look the Super Bowl in the face because I'm going to tell you something, and this is what I expect. The Chiefs or the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to upset one of those teams that's going to offset us playing the Ravens. We're going to play the Ravens in the AFC Championship game, and, and we're going to the Super Bowl, guys. All right, Q, that's we love to hear it, buddy. We got a, we got a boogie there. But uh, all right, we're either the biggest homers or biggest haters in the town, and we'll never really know which one it is. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.